All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Northside Podcast. I am your host with the most from the third coast, and I am joined here by... This is his third time being on the podcast. He's a homie. Uh, you might know him as Ricky. You might know him uh, in the band Camera Cult. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Ricky, welcome back to the podcast. What's up, dude? It's good to be back. Third time. Third, third time's time a charm. charm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jinx, give me a uh, <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a, a set on your show. No, I'm just fucking <laughs> with you. Yeah. So, what's up, man? How you been? It's been... It's been fucking crazy. The last time I saw you guys was what last year? It must have been uh, either last when year we, when we recorded the pod. Yeah, because you did my hundredth episode. Yeah, that was so. Fun. It's been. Uh, let's look just to make sure. Let's verify. Verify. Yeah, you gotta verify nowadays. <laughs> uh, yeah, March twelfth. So March. Damn. May, yeah. June, July. It's like four, four or five months ago. Damn, it felt longer than that. Wow. What? Wait, that was your 100th episode? Yeah, in March. Oh, dude, I thought it was last year sometime. The <laughs> it feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels like that. It's, wow. We're seven months in, 2023. And I, uh, feel, I, I feel like I'm being left behind. <laughs> yeah. What are you most excited for coming up in the year? Oh, dude, I have two music festivals that i'm going to one in september one in october i'm going to riot fest in chicago nice and then there's like the metal rock hard yeah. rock yeah, well okay. they have it's kind of it's like alternative rock with some punk and metal they got the the cure for Ooh, okay. sunday so i'm like oh okay i was like this is cool and then i'm <laughs> finally finally going to acl in october Ooh, this this year is a really good lineup too. Yes. I wanted to go to that. I, yeah. yeah, dude. There's a lot of great bands playing this year. Uh, were you at the Paramore show last night? No, I didn't. I didn't get to go. <laughs> I, I was on Instagram like all day, like everyone's <laughs> stories. <laughs> Actually, all week it's been Blink One Eighty Two and Paramore that everybody went to go see this. And week. then just recently, was it Fall Out Boy? Like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So it was like Fall Out <laughs> Boy, Blink, and Paramore, like all within like a couple weeks of each other. They should have just done a warp tour or something. <laughs> because yeah. Uh speaking of warp tour, I think I went I I don't know, maybe I told you the story. Maybe I didn't. But I saw I like passed by Fallout Boy when they were playing at Warp Tour, like in oh four, oh five. Mm-hmm. It was like right when the From Under the Cork Tree was coming out. And they were terrible. They sounded so bad. So much so that me and my friend at the time just kept walking past their set. We just didn't even Damn. bother. But then we heard, but then we heard the CD later, and it was like the greatest fucking emo pop rock album I ever heard. Oh my god, I have a weird relationship with Fall Out Boy now. So I heard their new record. I think it's decent. Okay. But, um, I was watching this video recently when I got home. 
of um, they did like this radio show, but they performed live. And my God, dude, it's it's it was bad. <laughs> what was it like, Howard Stern? <laughs> no, it was like uh, something Honda, something something radio, or some I forgot what it was called. Some okay, you know, like all these fucking radio stations now that nobody ever listens to. Um, but yeah, just Patrick doesn't really have it anymore. Really? Uh, yeah, like Joe, he came back from like a mental health like. You know, because he had he was going through something, <laughs> and he just looks like he fucking hates being up on stage. He's just like, oh man. And then you know, <laughs> Pete, Pete's doing his thing, and then you know, Andy's just being Andy. But <laughs> yeah, dude, it just I, I love Fall Out Boy, but I think I you know what's the funny of them saying like Patrick doesn't really have it anymore because uh, if you listen, like I said, I saw them way back in those early days. Well, kind of saw them, and then I would watch their videos live videos from that era and yeah he does sound shitty then live but then i thought like uh we saw him play or we saw them play for like the march madness free concerts a few years ago mm-hmm. in downtown and uh they sounded great like because i thought maybe he had got some vocal coaching and really like learned to harness his voice yeah so for you to say he's kind of falling off again that's kind of fucked well up. you know well <laughs> personally you know how it is as a he's got to be dad. better than the he's got to be better front than the homeboy from taking back sunday right oh. that, that guy's not good <laughs> well like i said you know as being a dad yeah things slip health yeah. things slip so you know you might gain a little bit more weight or you might you know <laughs> let i think since Patrick's a dad now and, you know, touring and stuff like that, I think he's gained a little more weight than he lost a couple of years ago. Right, 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 so I right. think that's what's kind of affecting his, his vocals, but how do I know? I'm, I'm, I, I'm not a vocal coach, so I, what am I going to say, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. I mean, yeah, I'm a singer, but I can't even breathe out of one nostril, and that affects my singing to begin with. So. It's all stuffed up, and you're like, how am I going to sing? Dude. I can never breathe. It's my right nostril. If I pull my cheek apart this way, I can breathe normal. And I've been so addicted to doing that because it just feels great. <laughs> well, um, speaking of breathing, I have to use a CPAP machine now. So, is that like one of those sleep apnea things? Yeah, the state of Texas. Yeah, the state of Texas was like, "Yo, you're too big." Oh, well, not even too <laughs> big, but like they have a test where they uh, check your body mass. If your body mass is a certain number, you have to automatically take a sleep apnea test. I was at like the border, just inches to where it was fine, but they're like, nope, you crossed this certain like decimal point. So now you have to like wear a sleep. Uh, you have to do they're like, you're, you're closer towards it than you're not. Yeah. Or then you're away from it, I guess. Yeah. I was just like, can we just ignore like whatever number that's making it? <laughs> but they're like, no. So I have to use the machine. And I can honestly tell the difference. Like I wake up a little bit more better. How, then, yeah. I mean, do you like it? Are you sleeping better? Uh, Were you having like better? bad nightmares or something? No, dude. It's just like I would go to sleep with it and then I'd wake up and like it's off. And I'm like, I guess I took it off when I was sleeping. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, whatever. Like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> um, you wake up like in a zombie movie. You're like, what's that? 28 days later or something. And you're just like, <laughs> you're just like ripping shit off. Pretty much. That's pretty much how it is. So you could, pre- you could pretend you're like Darth Vader in the back to tank. You know what that's I mean? What I, that's what sometimes, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like that. I'm like, fucking Obi-Wan. <laughs> but yeah, I do, awesome. I do notice. And I mean, it, it does kind of help. So I mean, okay. It's I might, I might look. I might look into that. That sounds kind of awesome, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
It's expensive as fuck, though. Oh, well, you don't have insurance, huh? I do have insurance. So that okay. yeah, they were like, "Which one do you want? Do you want the nine hundred dollar machine or do you want the thousand dollar machine?" I was like, hmm, <laughs> "My insurance is paying for it, so I'm just gonna go with the cheaper machine." <laughs> Ain't that America, man? <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah, brother! I think it's made in like Illinois or something, or Ohio. I don't know. There you go, dude. If if uh, if made in the U.S. is important to you, there you go. <laughs> Made in Illinois. That's yeah. your boy, Mattress Mac. That's his uh, slogan. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on Mattress Mac. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, dude. So, how have you been? Like I said, it's it feels like it's been once, but it's only been like a couple of months. So, how have you been? How's the band? How's fatherhood? How's everything going? Fatherhood's great. Got the daughter in swims classes. So, that's awesome seeing her grow and learn and stuff. She's three now. So I do when I started, wait, when I was on the first episode, was she even born yet? Or like the first time that we were on the show, I don't remember, but regardless, fatherhood's great. It's busy. Um, the band is doing really well. We've had some, uh, lineup changes. It's back to me and David. We're like honing in on our sound, bringing it back. You know, we kind of got into some like rock territory, indie rock, which was fun. It was good times. Yeah. But now we're like focusing in and bringing it back to like some real groovy, synth heavy, f- sort of funky, like dance shit, which is where we kind of started in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then I think we like strayed away from quite a bit and now we're coming back. Yeah. Uh, That's so good. we got some shows coming up and, you know, we're getting ready for that. Getting a new band together. I need to confirm because the facts that we presented were not true. So you guys were on March twelfth, twenty twenty two. So it has been a year and so it has been a year. It's been a year and a half. So yeah, so that's the last time you guys were on. But we did see each other a couple months ago at the Dynamo game. Yeah, (laughs) dude. Really fucking random. (laughs) It was my dad. He every year gets uh, season passes, mm-hmm. and he always gets tries to get seats like up front where you were, where where I met you. Yeah, and uh, you know he thinks he's all badass because he got like his name or something. Well, no, they used to put his name on it, but I don't think they do that this year. No. Uh, so yeah, and I've been trying to, I've been dying to go back to a game, mm-hmm. but I haven't since that time I saw you there. But that was cool, man. That was random. Just right, it like was. I remember walking down the stairs, and you turn around, and it's like a I don't know. Just like, dude, because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Okay, so I started going last year, and I kind of got the bug, and I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna go next season. So when I saw that Austin was coming back, and I think they were the home opener, I was like, I have to go. And then like I'm like, oh man, you know, I never think I'm gonna see anybody there. And then yeah. I turn around, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Ricky Joyner. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what a weird coincidence. But it was really cool. It was really cool to see you guys there and hang out with you for a little bit. And, you know. Yeah, I know. I wish we could have hung out more. But uh, it was cold that night. And my daughter refused to put her jacket on. And she wow. threw the biggest fit, like, in the, uh, up, like, we took her up to the, uh, you know, like, the, the yeah. big hallway, whatever. And she was just fighting us so hard and we were like and then she got sick of course after Aww. that because she didn't wear a jacket <laughs> but i was like we got to go back uh because it was fun i didn't know austin had a club mm-hmm. uh because i don't keep up with sports period but my dad was like you want to go to the opener and i'm like yeah let's do it and i wanted to say i do like their jerseys a lot because their logo looks like that tree like out of lord of the rings yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like on some nerd shit looks like uh the whatever 
from Gondor. Yeah, I, I'm nerding out right now, but I, I I know what you're saying. I think the audience <laughs> knows too. Uh, yeah, they their club is not that old. It's maybe like a couple of years old. I think they started during the pandemic, if I remember. Oh, correctly. okay, okay. But cool thing, um, since I've been going to a lot of games, I actually traveled with. Not with the team, but I traveled to Austin to see them play a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, God damn, bro. <laughs> Fucking Austin. I swear to God, they're raping their people there with their prices, bro. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I bought, you know, beer because that's what, that's what I usually do. Fucking Tall yeah. Boys at, at the Dynamo Stadium is like 11 bucks, 12 bucks. Which is also robbery. You would think. I go over here. To uh, it's called Q2 Stadium, and uh, I was like, all right, I'm gonna buy a beer, whatever. It comes out to like forty dollars, and I'm like, what the for fuck? For one? For two? For two? For two? Like almost forty dollars, and I'm like, what did I buy? And I was like, Carbock <laughs> and uh, Dos Equis, and I'm like, I was like, let me see the price, and they're like, oh, this is how much? Like almost nineteen dollars both, Whoa. and I'm like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Hey, I'm I'm doing some new shit. I'm on some new shit with me. I'm I'm starting to like travel to like different cities around Texas yeah. on the weekends. So I started with Austin one weekend, and then that following weekend I went to Dallas, and I went to go see yeah. the Astros play the Rangers up there in their brand new stadium. So I was like, all right, I think I can start doing this. So in a couple next weekend, I'm going to Corpus. To watch their minor league team, the Astros, and then I think next month I'm going to try to go to like. San oh, Antonio. what's the minor league team? The Hooks, Corpus Christi Hooks. Oh, she didn't even know that. I thought, yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking of like Space Cowboys or something. The Space what Cowboys are their their minor league team, but it's their uh, their Triple A. So it's oh. kind of like it's like minor. It's like Double A is kind of like oh you're almost there, but not not close enough. And then Triple is like. You have like a chance to make it to the big leagues, so yeah, okay. okay and I, okay. I go to those, but those are more like family centric, like around kids and stuff like that. They got like oh yeah, play areas, <laughs> pools, and stuff like that. So you know, just like a single dude just going to a baseball game, and there's nothing but kids. You're just like, <laughs> what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> but I'm like, eh, there's nothing that beer can't handle. So yeah, it's like it's all about optics, bro. But if you're just there with a good vibe, I'm sure they'll yeah. let it slide. Yeah, it's it's so you know I'm on some new shit now, just trying to enjoy myself, enjoy my time alone. I guess being single, whatever, and just doing something different, man. You know. No, I got you. I got you. That's cool, man. I mean, it's you got to expand and you got to grow as a person. Yeah. Sometimes, and I had not. never been to Dallas slash Arlington slash Fort Worth ever, so that was like my first time going up there. Really? Yeah. So, uh, Fort Worth is pretty tight. Uh, Dallas is pretty cool. I never understood the whole um, Dallas Houston rivalry. I feel like it's died down, right? No, I feel dude, like it's amped up even more. Is it? <laughs> I feel like no one cares anymore. You have to find the right people, and then it's like once that fire starts, and everyone's like, "Yeah, fuck Dallas," and it's just like, "Where did this come from?" <laughs> um, no, dude, it's bad because last season, um, or was it the season before, we played FC Dallas. Oh, okay. And it was bad, dude. Like one of them scored, and they just pummeled the player with trash and <laughs> beer cans, and just light up bracelets and everything. So it's bad. 
<laughs> it's it's rivalry's bad. <laughs> and they don't they don't like uh penalize like the audiences and shit for that. Like you know how they did Mexico recently? Um they do, but like there's so many people that do it. It's like who, you know, they can't kick everybody out. You know, oh, they just yeah, have to man, like tell everybody true. like calm down. So Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, yeah, so, I mean, so I'm just, you know, doing me going to games, traveling, doing stuff like that, playing music again, so that's cool. What are you playing right now? What are you doing? Are you working so, on any projects? Right now, I'm. Uh, I joined a band a couple months ago. Um, have you ever heard of the band called And Then Suddenly? No. No. Okay. So they're like this good under, name, though. They're like this underground, uh, like not post. Yeah, I guess post hardcore, but also kind of like um, how can I say this? They're like post hardcore kind of, but they have like a, a melodic thing to them. Well, the lead. Drummer, well, of course he's the lead drummer. The drummer uh, did a solo project <laughs> in 2019, so he has this new band called Where There, uh, Where Comfort Lies, and he's a good friend. He's a homie, and I had him on my podcast, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm looking for members for my band because I'm going to start up," and I'm like, "Okay, well, hey, I'll I'll do it." And he's like, "All right, yeah, just come to auditions," and then I get to the studio. I'm like, "Oh, where's everybody else at?" He's like, "It's just you. I lied. There are no auditions. I just wanted you to come to play." And I was like. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Is it so, congratulations? You got the job. <laughs> Pretty much. You, show, you showed up. You got the job. It's like You're that in. scene in the office where uh, Michael Scott is with his, his younger self, and he has like his old boss, and he's just like handshaking. Yeah, that's me pretty much. I'm like, I got the job, and I didn't even do anything. (laughs) He's got like the mullet haircut. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Um, But yeah, so that's awesome. We play like pop punk slash emo slash indie slash. uh, What else can we say? And what was the name of that group? Where Where Comfort Lies? Where Comfort Lies? Yeah, that's that's also another good band name. It's a pretty. It's really good. Like we have some really good music, Um, and I'm still working with my friend Janex. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She has. A she's show. got some new stuff coming out. Yeah, she's got some good stuff coming out. She has a show at the end of the month, but I'm not helping her out on this one because she wanted to do like corridos and stuff like that. And and she yeah, asked yeah. me, and I'm like, I don't really know how to play corridos. It's like I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> like you know, some peso pluma type stuff. Yeah, I think she's wanting to start like kind of go down that road. I guess to do like a single. And I was yeah, just yeah. like, I honestly told her, I was like, look, I just don't play it. And she knows I don't dig some of that music. So she's okay with it. So she asked me, she was like, hey, so there's this guy who, who's been helping me out and he knows how to play that music. She's like, I want to ask you first if it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, that's okay. Fuck yeah. He can help you out. He can, he, he can do the job better than I can. Go for it. Right. Yeah, totally. So, and I, I get it. Like, that's kind of where like all the kids are at right now as far as popular music goes. So like, you gotta, you gotta go for it. Not me. You know me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not into all that. So, um, but I'm still going to go and support her because she knows that I, you know, I support her 100%. Her music. Ride or die. Ride, ride or die. die. That's, that's the ride or die, homie. So, yo, hey, okay. Speaking of your accent just now, have you seen the Hot Cheeto movie? I did. Did you like it? I thought it was okay. I thought it was kind of like just generic like okay right like we know what happened but it was like nothing special like it's tons of other latino movies that we've seen before i uh i was telling uh david this and like everybody else i i just hate that the only representation that like latinos or even or, like really chicanos get in movies is like hey fool what's up dog like <laughs> 
a huevo, Hans. I'm ready. Like, I don't know. It's just like, dude, not everybody acts like that. I don't know. I think Latinos are so nuanced, but we always just get like the Cheech and Chong uh, (laughs) guy. I hate that too. And especially since it's in California. So like, true, true, true. true. no other way to like, (laughs) that's not true because that's, there are other Latinos out there that don't speak like that. Right. They're kind of just like. Like, hey, and I, I guess, you know, somebody will argue like, well, that's how Richard uh, Montañez is. And that's how he talks. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. OK, I get it. But Jesus Christ, like, <laughs> like, we I don't want to hear it sound like that. We don't all sound like George Lopez. <laughs> no. And that that's that's pretty much like a uh, what's it called? Like a character. I guess he plays on stage. So. True. Yeah. 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 Because I had so, talked about that before. I told somebody it was like, um, oh, when I went out to L.A. last year. My yeah. friends were like, how come you don't have a Texas accent? I'm like, what do you want me to speak like this? Like, I don't speak like this. I'm like, dude, people speak normal out here. I don't have a twang. Right. Like, yeah. Like, they expect you to ride horses. And yeah. They expected like me to come and like, fly on a fucking horse with, like, with boots <laughs> and a belt buckle and a hat. And I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a cowboy. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Seriously, from the fucking city. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a good story. I'm not, I'm not going to take that away from the guy. Great story. He, he worked hard, got his product out, and they didn't screw him over like on some McDonald's shit, yeah. which could have easily happened. But you know, instead they, you know, they made him fucking uh, CEO of Mexican department of Cheetos or whatever. I don't even know what it was. But hey, if if it wasn't for him, there would be no uh, Mija culture. That's true. It'd probably be like on some Lay's shit. Like they'd be like hot Lay's or something. <laughs> the lemon lime Lay's. That would be the whole, that's the, that's the, was it the multiverse version of. If the not Cheetos. for him, if not for him creating hot Cheetos and blowing up, like what would the ghetto Mexican chicks eat in the morning at school at 7 a.m. with their brisk tea? You know what I mean? There wouldn't even that, be hot fries. It would just be like something weird. <laughs> it would just be regular Cheetos. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's where. A lot of people get their personalities from, and that's from life, loving hot Cheetos. Yeah. So, you know, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Those girls in school show up loud as hell, got the bag of Cheetos for breakfast, got the brisk iced tea, ready to go, 7 a.m., you know? <laughs> All, like, in an attitude. I'm like, bro, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. What is wrong with you now? Like, what happened on your way here on the bus? Yeah, but when they get dropped off by like their like a uh, super old boyfriend in like in a truck, or whatever. <laughs> I was like, bro, he's twenty three. You're literally, like dude, literally. I was like, no, dude, I was like in seventh grade, and this chick was like in eighth grade. Uh, her name was uh, Reina of all names, and uh, yeah, she would she had like this super old boyfriend guy, and we were just all creeped out. Like, we're all just boys. Like, what is wrong here? What's, where are your parents, bitch? <laughs> They're probably cool with him. You're probably like, yeah, that's my that's my cousin's brother's best friend's niece. I think that's uncle. what she said. I think that's I think she said like, yeah, my parents are cool with it. So fuck you guys. <laughs> We're wow. like, all righty, <laughs> okay. She probably got like six or seven kids right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was like 15 years ago. Stereotype right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, going back to what we were talking about. So you and David, back- yeah. Back going OG camera cult. So you guys yes, got sir. you guys got some new stuff coming out. Yeah, we so we started writing a bunch of new shit. Well, uh, over the course of last year, we were demoing a lot, writing a lot, and um, we were so we were working on the Mad Sad EP, which was like a, definitely like an indie rock album. And then 
Uh, but on the side, we were, we were all, was already writing like a bunch of new, like disco y type shit. And so then we like had a little lineup change and now we're like bringing it back to the core. And so, yeah, we're working on a bunch of new stuff. We're going to try to play it um, and test it out at this show we're playing uh, in about two weeks. So let's see how that goes. Let's see how the, I mean, we're opening up for a big touring band. So no one in the audience is going to know who we are. So we're going to really try it out with the new, new faces and new, new ears, I guess you can say. That's dope. That's that. That's I'm excited for that because I like your earlier stuff. I like your, yeah. your music in general. You already know I'm a big Thank fan. You. Thank you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see you guys kicking it old school and going back to to you and David to see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, it's like when we first, like I said, you know, well, like I've told you a bunch of times before, when we started the group, we were like really bonding over like Neon Indian, Tori Moi, um you know, just like dance synth wave poppy stuff. So, but we're going to do like our version of it. Stuff. Like, is yeah. it good? I don't know. We'll find out, but I like it. <laughs> you know, you guys always do some good shit. So, yeah. So we're, we're getting it together, getting a live group together and we're going to start playing more shows. Uh, and we'll just see where it takes us from here. Yeah. At the last show I saw you guys was, I believe last year, and I forgot who opened up for you. Was it Rena's and? Oh, uh, we played with. Where was it at? Uh, White Oak. Oh, was that White Oak? Yeah, yeah. Rena's and um, Uncle Tina, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Uncle Tina. Yeah, it was. All yeah, three, you guys. Yeah, yeah that was, was a fun that was, show. That was a good show, and then you guys did that uh, Foo Fighters cover at the end. Yeah, we did. That was cool. Nice. That was nice. I was we, just like, oh, yeah, we had learned that. We had learned that song for, uh, you know, Bo Bundy, the rapper. Well, he's like rapper, rocker, country artist now. Yeah. I think we, we've so, talked about him before. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we learned that song for his birthday party that we didn't even get to play that night because shit just got really late and everybody was trashed. But we learned a bunch of, like, songs mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> so, But playing, playing Foo Fighters that night was tight. At yeah, the show. Dude, that was, and then like the whole thing that was going on with Taylor passing, it was just like, oh man, like, these oh guys yeah, dude. fucking mind. I was like, hell yeah, dude. It's yeah, badass. dude. R.I.P. the goat, man. Man, has it been that long? Since it's been died? a year. It's been a year. It's been a year Jesus. and some months. That's so fast. Yeah. What I, is time? What is time, what, bro? I don't know, dude. I literally just thought we did an episode a couple months ago, and it was a year and a half. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like we're already retreading some of the same old things I said last time. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to remember what I said last time. I don't. But yeah. time is made up. Money is made up. Okay, because I just you see, have you ever seen that movie, The Big Short? Uh, I watched like 20 minutes of it and then fell asleep. Okay, it's an all star fucking cast. I I'm not even gonna pretend to understand everything they said in that movie. Cause it's about like the 2008 financial crisis and like the crash of the housing markets and stuff. Yeah. And the only reason I watched it is cause I'm in the process of uh, buying a home and when I, and Hey, don't get me wrong. The fucking housing market is so bullshit right now, but mm-hmm. this is what, what we have to fucking deal with right now. But regardless of that, I watched the movie cause I thought maybe I get some insight. Maybe I get, you know, I get to know what's going on yeah. with this house buying process and uh, no, a lot of big terms, a lot of big words <laughs> that I did not know what the fuck was going on. But I kind of get what was going on. Uh, good movie, dude. You should check that movie out. It's free on YouTube. Don't watch it on YouTube, though, because they censor it and it's like super whack. So find Lame. it like on HBO or something. Yeah, because I 
I think we were watching it, like me and my ex were, where were we? I think we were in Austin for South by Southwest for something, and the movie came on, and we were watching it, and all I remember is the part where Margot Robbie was like talking in, like, in big words. Yeah, she's explaining like something. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. there's a lot of that. It's a lot of like, let me break this down for you. And then they spill out the most fucking confusing terms ever. It's like, and just I'm, give me a house. Fuck. <laughs> I need shelter. <laughs> yeah. Yo, dude, speaking of Austin, though, we did play a show there uh, a few months ago at the White Swan. No, not the White Swan. The Swan Dive. The Swan Dive. With, swan with dive? Renus, by the way. It's like on um, not 6th Street. Some fucking man, I don't know. Don't ask me. <laughs> We're not going to pretend like we know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we were driving around looking for parking. Yeah. And I remember like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, Austin felt like a musician city, right? Like, you know, it was live, live music, city capital of the world. Mm-hmm. But now we drove around this time and it just, it felt different. It didn't feel the same. And I don't know if it's from all the gentrification or all like the, the, but to me, my theory is like, it's like this Joe Rogan effect where like everyone there is trying to be like a stand-up comedian now, mm-hmm. as opposed to musicians like they, you know, for decades, everyone was tr- going to make a music career over there. But now like, uh, like David, he's a huge fan of kill Tony. Yeah. Do you watch that or like do you follow that at all? I know Kill Tony. I have a, f- a few comedian friends who have been on Kill Tony before. Oh, what? Okay, yeah. word. So, yeah, so you know what I'm t- saying? Like, everyone's going to Austin now to like be a stand up comic. And uh, I think, I mean, I think that's cool. Like, shit has to evolve. Things are changing. Comedy is like a new thing, I guess. They're every rock stars. They, they are, because like every podcast out there is by some like comedian and they have like their own podcast show and they got like multiple shows and all this shit like that um i don't i don't know if i'm really into stand-up comedy i want to though i want to i want to get it um like who do i think is funny i think bill burr is funny he's hilarious yeah bill he's like an og though yeah you are right about that so 2021 uh i went out there to visit my cousin and we used to spend new years out there me and my my ex at the time and we went to sixth street just to see how it was okay and dude it was so bunk bro i was like what happened here like i understand it was after covid but like apparently right. things were like bumping and i was just like no it's not the same and then when i rent rent when i went last <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago i was just like no it's it's definitely changed um it's like, yeah, you're right. Like, nobody really wants to be a musician anymore. Like, you don't hear the live music from all the bars on 6th Street. It's maybe a couple of them. But mainly, yeah. like, everybody's going to Mothership. That's it. Mothership, right. That's the Joe Rogan place, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's where my friend Daniel, shout out to Daniel Cabral. He's a comedian from uh, L.A. He went to Austin for a week. And he was telling me, he's like, dude, that was, like, the worst thing ever. I was like, what? why did you go for a week? He was like, I didn't know better. I was like, you should have asked me. I could have told you Austin is like a three or four day kind of place <laughs> to stay. It's becoming one of those places. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Even I was there for just a night and I was just like, no, nah, fuck this place. I want to go home. <laughs> but yeah, he was just like tired of everything. He was like, it's so hot here. 
what is there to do in Austin other than hike and and stuff like that? And I'm not dissing anybody from Austin, my Austin listeners. I love you guys, but like seriously, what the fuck is there to do in Austin? How do you afford it, guys? How? <laughs> and what, and I, what do y'all do? I want to work for y'all. <laughs> either working at Google or working at uh, was it um, Frank's Barbecue or something? Is it Frank or Tanker? Uh, I don't. Even, I don't. <laughs> I don't even one of the one know. of the barbecue. They're probably doing barbecue or they're working at Waterloo or doing something at Google. Something. Or like Tesla or something, right? Oh yeah, dude, that Tesla building, my. Damn, that's a fucking big ass place, dude. Yeah, dude, that shit's uh, it's impressive. Not it gonna is. Lie. It's like bigger than a football stadium. Like it's big. I went to who, uh, who's winning? Who's winning in the cage, dude? Elon or uh, the other guy? Zuck, the Zuckster. Okay. Well, I Zuckerberg has been doing a lot of like martial arts training for a long time. Ah, okay. So I think he knows what he's doing. I did see a recent photo of him standing next to some other dudes all shirtless, but he looked pretty he looked pretty in shape, I'm not gonna lie. For a lizard person, he's in shape. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but no, I I think I think Mark Zuckerberg wins. I don't think Elon knows what I mean, he's from South Africa, so maybe he has like (laughs) some kind of like I don't know, scrappy He's like Craven the Hunter. Yeah, or whatever something like that. But I think Mark. I think Mark wins because I know he's been doing a lot of like martial arts and jujitsu. He's for a trained. Long time. Yeah, he's trained. That motherfucker knows his shit. So. Okay, okay, I give it to him. Uh, how are you enjoying Threads? I have. I barely even open it. <laughs> I'm just like, I, what? I don't even open Twitter, dude. I don't even know yeah. what I signed up for. I think I did because a friend of mine told me, and I was like, okay. Twitter is fucking hilarious, but I'm not posting on Twitter. I'm very much just looking, scrolling, laughing, enjoying Twitter. I don't even try to be like clever or quirky or funny anymore because it's like if you don't have a follower count, no one cares. No one's going to listen to you. No one's going to like your shit. Yeah. Whatever. So I'm just I'm a casual enjoyer of Twitter threads, though, since I jumped in so early with it, with the camera cult, uh, account yeah i decided like you know what i'm not gonna try to be like funny or nothing but i am gonna try to be more active on there and more social just because it's such an early start now you know i'm gonna just go with the flow and see what happens but yeah it's another fucking place to talk bullshit and pretend to connect to people and pretend to drop your <laughs> like drop your links you know like just like hey go listen to my new song or whatever listen to my new song check out my special Follow my OnlyFans and uh, <laughs> yeah. subscribe to my uh, gym membership or something. My like Twitch, that. yeah, my, my Twitch, Twitch my Twitch stream. Yeah, I'm a Twitch streamer. <laughs> I'm also a comedian, and I also work as a custodian at a high school. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, support my GoFundMe. Yeah, support my OnlyFans. You know, I, forty dollars a month, you can see one cheek. And that's all you're getting. I don't know. Something like that. Dude, it's wild. I was talking to a friend of mine. And, you know, I'm on the virtual dating apps and stuff like that. As one does. I swear to God, dude. Seven out of ten women all have an OnlyFans. Like, I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, this girl's pretty. And I'm like, oh, I'll add her on Instagram. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to, like, what's up in her DMs. And then, like, I see the link tree. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, this is not good. Is the I, test. Yeah, I click <laughs> it and it's like, here's my YouTube, here's my Twitch, here's my uh, 
uh, TikTok. Here's my Snapchat. And I'm looking, and then I see it, and I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, got an OnlyFans. <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, no, I swear to God, like, seven out of ten women, dude, like, have an OnlyFans. You got to respect the hustle, dude. You got to respect. You see what I'm saying? Like, guys, they have to try to be fucking comedians and rock stars, and then women can do the OnlyFans thing. But you know what? The market is oversaturated, man. It is true. You got jillions of bands trying to make it, jillions of comics trying to make it, jillions of girls trying to sell uh, photos of their feet and whatnot. How do you break through? How do you make yourself different? How do you go above that from everybody else? How I have do, you no can't? clue. And, and even if we found out, I don't think we can say on here because then someone's <laughs> going to listen and someone's going to use that. And then they're going to break out and they're not going to give us our credit. <laughs> Dude, you need to start. You need to pivot your show, right? If you want to really gain like a huge, huge following, you need to start doing uh, – like those podcasts, like those misogynist podcasts where they just have like women talking and the men talking, but they're both saying like the most ridiculous misogynistic shit. And then they just get reactions on Twitter. Boom, 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 boom. Big time. I actually thought about having a while back, like having women on and just talking and be like, so why are you so toxic? Why is it that you never want to listen when we tell you There's shit like that? You yeah, know? you just, put it, you just turn that, it up. You just turn it up. Yeah, you fucking turn it up. You get the misogyny character out, you know. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, that would I would actually be pretty funny. Kind of like make it like a skit, but like be serious kind of. But like, oh, I'm just joking, guys. But then it's like You call it satire, and then they can't nail you for it. <laughs> no. I, that's actually a good one. If I do do that, I'm giving you credit on that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to patent that idea. Patent it, dude. I mean, fucking like Adam 22 or No Jumper, whatever he's called. Oh, God. Like, all oh, these other things God. like on TikTok. And I'm just like, I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> but like, I feel like because of those things, there are people like Andrew Tate. And yeah. it just gives room. And I've said it before. There are some stuff that he does say where I'm just like, okay, that kind of makes sense. I kind of see you. But then he <laughs> takes like this hard ass swerve and I'm right. just like, mm, you lost me, bro. You lost me. <laughs> he turns it up to like 25. Yeah. He's just the, he, he's the like me and my brother. Scale. <laughs> While he's smoking a cigar, he's like me and my brother here. We uh <laughs> we work out because you know women rejected us and shit like this and I'm like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, bro, like we get it. You were you know, whatever. Now you work out and you're bill- – I don't even know what the fuck he does and how he makes money. I don't generally know. Oh, well, he was uh, he was uh, 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 forcing his girlfriends to make OnlyFans type shit. Webca- webcamming thing. He was he was sex webcamming whatever the fuck. Really? I don't even care anymore. I don't even know. <laughs> We're not even going to reach you, like- you. You weren't even keeping up with that? You weren't keeping – I swear to God, dude. Twitter algorithm. I'll, okay. I'll give that to uh, Twitter – in the negative light, though, because like you mentioned, Adam 22. Yeah. That whole story broke out about him and his girl and how she's going to film her first scene with the dude, another dude. And is um, she a porn star, though? Yeah. Well, she's yeah. She's like, um, I guess. Yeah, I guess she is. But I think she kind of blew up through the OnlyFans scene. Oh, okay. And then they had their, they would have their pod. They have a podcast together because he's got the No Jumper podcast, but then he has a podcast with his wife. And they would like bang all the chicks that they would interview on there. Yeah, my, and now um, she gets hurt. Now she's getting her turn with the BBC. And, uh, <laughs> and and but but okay. But what I'm saying is like the whole Twitter feed all day is just like 
Adam 22, Adam 22, he's a cuck now, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, okay, it was funny the first time. Like, give me something else. <laughs> the whole no, Jonah Hill thing, too, is kind of blowing oh, up. Oh, yeah. That's I what I'm saying. That. Like, a news story breaks out. Okay, so it's Adam 22, uh, Barbenheimer, which I'm actually oh, yeah. enjoying. I'm enjoying the <laughs> Barbenheimer uh, <laughs> discourse. Uh, yeah, Jonah Hill now. Now he's getting nailed to the cross. Yeah, I saw that, and I read the text messages, and I'm like, I was like, no, Jonah. I was like, I've been there before, and it's not a, it's not a good thing. That's is something- he just like over ther- over therapy, or what were they saying? Like therapy? What do they call it? He's kind of. I guess like, he's just using like therapy terms and stuff. Like he's like that. very insecure. Like you know, like when yeah. you're with like a really pretty chick, and you know you're, kind of, you feel like you're a basic dude, but you know you're, you're Jonah Hill. Like right. He's yeah. just telling her like, I don't trust you with these guys. These guys are. Uh, surfers but they're your guy friends i don't trust you beyond room being you know he's being very toxic and, and special, stuff like guest. That. Oh, special guest oh special guest mia She's say like, hi wave all right cool this is her hey, first I podcast gotta, appearance I, <laughs> this is her first podcast appearance hey i gotta finish this okay go go with your meme on i'll call you later all right just hang out right there but don't say nothing okay <laughs> let's continue but yeah so he's just it's just being really toxic and he's just like, I don't want you being around those people. If they're not, if I'm not there, I don't want, I don't want you being. It's just, and and she's like a surf instructor, or yeah, something? something like that, which is kind of weird because I'm like, bro, you're Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're a movie star, and you get to like pretend to make out with people or whatever the hell he does. Um, but yeah, I read it, and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I felt like this uh, shame on me because I I've been that kind of person before. Early in my relationship, I was that I was, but I wasn't super controlling. But I was just, I guess, insecure and kind of scared because it was like, I yeah, I kind of, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're insecure, kind of made you, I guess, maybe. Uh, I get, I get where you're yeah. going. So like, but yeah. I'm like, like Jonah, I get, I guess, <laughs> but I still think he feels like that fat kid from uh, uh, Super Bad instead of this oh, Academy right. Award winning Oscar mm-hmm. writing. You know, dude who's lost all this weight and all that, you know. Yeah, no. And, yeah, you're right, because he's a giant movie star. But I guess seeing him, knowing where you've come from, I guess you're able to look out from, like, the third person and kind of see yourself, I guess, in him or whatever. Kind of like that Doctor Strange shit, like, where he's, like, his body's there in, like, the astral plane. I'm like, damn it, Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) You were one of the boys. (laughs) He was. And now everyone's kind of crucifying him. And I'm like, did you see that movie he was in? Which um, one? What's it called? Uh, with, uh, well, I don't know, but it's a movie with the other, the, uh, she was the chick. Lauren London was the co-star. She was like Nipsey Hussle's wife or baby mama. Was it that movie anyway, with Eddie Murphy or where, something like that? I think so. And then at the end they kiss, but they had to CGI the kiss. Cause yeah. she didn't want to. Jonah Hill, which was weird. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> which is really crazy. Yeah, I'm like, bro, just hug it out. <laughs> don't even gotta kiss, just hug it out. <laughs> like, don't make it any weirder than it has to be. So, Mia, dude, give me a second. I want this. Okay, take this to your room. All right, bye. Go, go, go. <laughs> I get- 
I gave her my phone with like TikTok or whatever, and she was like, "This guy." That's funny. Um, but yeah, do so search threads. We got Twitter. We got being people being cucks, being toxic. Like, dude, there's so much weird shit that's going on this year, dude. It's the so internet wild. is a crazy place, but I will say, like I said earlier, the Barbenheimer thing is my favorite. I I can't wait for those movies to come. Are out. Are you gonna go see them? Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do like the double feature. Like people are saying, I'm gonna do Bar- <laughs> uh, Oppenheimer in the movie in the morning, and then Barbie at night or whatever. Like I think I'm just gonna go on my own time whenever I can. But uh, I'm a Christopher Nolan fan. Uh, you know, how could you not be? He's a good. He's a good director. Stuff like that. I'm a big Killian Murphy fan. Because uh, I was into Peaky Blinders, even though I haven't finished the series, I think I got like one season left, but I kind of don't care to jump into it. Yeah. Um, and then Barbie, just because it doesn't really look like it's a kids' movie or whatever. So, yeah. And I like Ryan Gosling; he's cool. Yeah, it's funny because that it was supposedly it, oh, can't even speak. It was supposedly supposed to star uh, what's her name. Um, mm. What's her name? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. And no, like, no, like, no, 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 like, no. So it was cool. Like, they were like, yeah, no, Amy, you're not funny anymore. You're not you're never funny. Was um, she ever funny? Yeah. No, I never found her funny. There is one movie that I like that she was in. It's um, Trainwreck with Bill Hader. I thought it was a really good movie. I enjoyed I have not it. seen that one. It's yeah. pretty good. Like, it, you kind of, like, forget it's Amy Schumer. <laughs> I remember, like, a long time ago in Comedy Central, she had a special that they would play, like, all the time. But, yeah, I don't But that's what I'm saying. Like, stand-up comedy, like, I guess I like it, but I've never seen a comic that makes me, like, laugh out loud. Like, holy shit, that was funny. But maybe I got to be there. Maybe I need to be at a show. Yeah, well, comedy kind of changes every couple of years. It's always somebody new, somebody different. Um, like, right now, it's this guy named Ralph Barbosa. He's kind of like blowing up right now. Like, oh you know, yeah, the young guy. George Lopez was hating on him, right? Yeah. Hey, George. And it's funny because uh, my buddy Daniel knows uh, Ralph, and he's cool with him a little bit. So I'm like, hey, yo, bro, like, come come on the podcast. <laughs> he's from <laughs> Dallas, I think, I believe, or Fort Worth, or something like that. So yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, comedy, you kind of have to be there. You kind of have to be there, like, mm, okay. or, unless it's like a real OG, like. Bill Burr or Theo Vaughn or oh yeah, um, Theo Vaughn's funny dude. What's his name? Um, um, damn, why am I forgetting his name? Dave Chappelle. Uh, Tom Segura. Tom Segura's pretty oh, funny. Oh okay, okay yeah. I don't like Burt Kreischer that much anymore. I thought he was funny, but now he just seems annoying. Yeah, so. he's the machine. Yeah. Know, what's his name? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, no. Years ago, uh, a friend of a friend was trying to show me Burt Kreischer. What's his name? Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Whatever. Some one of his specials, and and he's just like cracking up next to me, like this dude's so funny. And I just, I guess I just didn't get it. I don't know. I think he was like shirtless. He's like, oh, look at me, I'm a big fucking lumberjack or whatever. I don't know. What yeah, is. I think he's like it. This his thing. Like five minutes within the show, he's already taken off his shirt, and I'm just like, yeah. I guess it's white humor, dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm big and fat. Look at my belly type. Yeah. Thing. So and it's like, yeah, I, I didn't really find him funny, but I do find Theo Vaughn funny. He is kind of like. Theo Vaughn is funny. He's got it. He just has that funny way of talking and just like delivery. And you don't know if it's true or not, whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> he always knows a guy. Yeah, he's back like, in the day. I knew a guy 
They used to draw a pocket pussy And you would have that for five dollars uh, He said that like on Joe Rogan And then Joe Rogan's like You would buy a like a picture of a pussy He's like hell yeah That should be burned in your pocket Like you I'm like what I'm like I'm like dude You're fucking retarded But you're hilarious <laughs> Yeah I, I'd probably go to Try to go to one of his shows uh, Dude What do you think about uh, Matt Rife You think I, he's funny I don't even know who, Who's Matt Rife I've been seeing him on TikTok And uh, I don't think he's very funny But he's one of those like guys Who just like uh, <laughs> Oh my god, hold on. I'm so sorry. Okay, no, here fine. you go. Take that let to me, your room. Let me check Joe. and see because I there might have seen him stuff. I don't know. You know, he's on TikTok. He does a lot of crowd interaction. That's his big shtick is like somebody in the crowd will say something and then he just kind of runs with it. But I don't think he's very funny, but people think he's hilarious. Oh, he kind of looks like a frat boy. Yeah. 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 He, he, not really. No. No, he's not really funny. I mean, there's kind of interactions he's had I've seen on TikTok where he's like raised up some like milfs and stuff like that. I'm like, yes, oh, that's that's what it was. Yeah, that's that's where I saw him. But now he's been popping up on my feed, even though I'm not liking him on TikTok. But it's like he's still showing up, and I don't think he's very funny. Yeah, I don't know. I just I, that's what he just has. I guess he's not really. He's not funny. He probably knows it, so he's like, I got to do something to kind of get this crowd. So like maybe I'll just do this, you know. That's what some people. Oh no, yeah, totally. Like, they find like uh, something that like gets the crowd and like automatically I'm just gonna use that. So but, I don't know. That's comedy. Yeah, it's, that's com- <laughs> comedy. Is just like music. It changes every couple of years. There's always like that one like poster boy or poster girl of right. the, the scene and stuff like that. So. Um, but music wise, it's like Peso Pluma right now, and yeah, and um, I, don't, I mean, I don't, really, I, I, I don't know all the corrido stuff like that. It just all sounds the same to me. Yeah, it's fine, it's cool, but it just it all becomes like the same sound, I guess. Yeah, and uh, who else is blowing up around it kind of right now? That's popular. Um, fucking uh. Well, I don't know, but Travis Scott's about to make his big comeback, I guess. Oh, with Utopia. After the whole Ash- Fucking yeah. Utopia, bro. We're going to do a show at the Pyramids of Giza. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude thinks he's like Pink Floyd or something. That's got to be like the like the best flex ever. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to do my release party at the Pyramids. <laughs> the Chili Peppers played a show at the Pyramids. Oh, they did? Yeah, like a few years ago. Kind of recent. Wait, oh. did you go to their show? No, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the really of the Chili Peppers. I'm not gonna lie. I, really? I, I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just yeah. I was I'm surprised. I thought you. I would have pegged you for uh, a big Chili Pepper fan. Well, my buddy Edwin was like, "Hey, do you want to go with me?" And I'm like, "I'm not a Chili." He was like, "No, we're just gonna go see." I think it was Thundercat that opened, and then there yeah, was the that's right, that's right. He's yeah, like, and the look, after the Strokes, we're just gonna go, and I'm like. It's tempting, but I had to do something that weekend, so I wasn't able to go. But, like, everybody I knew, same thing with, like, the Paramore thing. Everybody was there, like, different angles and shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe I should have went. But I'm like, I'd rather see the Strokes headline their own thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I get that was an interesting lineup, I guess. It's kind of like that lineup they had with uh, Fall Out Boy and Weezer a few years ago. Yeah, Fall Out Boy, Weezer, and Green Day. <laughs> Green Day, yeah, Green Day. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. It's- I recently saw this uh, video essay talking about like Bush-era protest music. 
Cause you know, like every yeah. generation has like, you know, you have the CCR in the sixties and whatever, and everybody's like anti-war, but like the Bush era, nine 11 era protest music wasn't very good, but American idiot was probably like the best thing to come out of that. So, Cause I still like that album. I mean, it's a good record. It's a banger. It's a classic. Yeah, it is. I don't even think I got it as a kid because what it came out like oh four. Yeah, you know we're pretty young. We I, I don't really get what was going on around that time as a, as a, as we were living in it. But now you can look back and you're like, oh wow, that's kind of some heavy shit that was going on. But Green Day, American Idiot, still a great record. Their new shit, I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> no, probably not good at all. No, and I I I'm a, I guess I'm just a sucker for nostalgia, man. Like, yeah, I went to emo night recently, which I hadn't gone in months. I hadn't yeah. gone in months. So I went and it's just not the same, bro. Like they don't play anything. And if they do play like Green Day or Fall Out Boy or whatever, it's like new stuff. And it's like, really interesting. Yeah. yeah and I'm just like, because um. I thought the whole point of emo night was to be like nostalgic, like play all the old stuff we used to like. It's just not the same. Or grew up on. It's really? Like, yeah, it's not the same. Like, my ex goes, and I do see people there sometimes, but it's just not the same. Like, they, they fucked up everything. Like, the, they have, like, a, a DJ that kind of does the whole set before the main DJ comes on, and he's okay. just fucking up everything. He's mixing shit. He's, uh, you know, uh, t- uh, getting out of songs early and putting in this other stuff. That what? Like, is it? Is it still run by uh, uh, Saves the Tuesday or whatever? Or it emo, is. Houston Emo Club? It is, or whatever but it's, it's just so... It's commercialized now. Mm. Yeah, they... Uh, in the words of uh, Sum 41, they became... Uh, what's it called <laughs> uh, a vic uh another don't want to be a oh fuck what's yeah now I'm, I'm forgetting it uh a casualty of society Cash- <laughs> <laughs> that's what they and sh- i mean shout out to bb ding dude like i had him on the podcast and that was his dream to make save the tuesday emo night bigger have it in different cities so i i applaud him for that like i'm glad that yeah. his vision came true but I feel like it kind of lost its soul a little bit because mm. you, Dave, had you and David and Joanne and and Carla, yeah, had gone, the Carla, and the like, whole Miha crew, yeah. it's it's it was fun, and now yeah. it's just like it's just like fuck, dude. Like the what new was that like 2016, 2017, 18, 19, some like somewhere around there. That's yeah when we were going pretty frequently, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, and I, but I, I still, I mean, hopefully they're still better than like the emo night LA people because. I didn't. I went to whenever Emo Night LA came to Houston. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was lame. Yeah, I had a friend said she went. She was like, "You would be disappointed." <laughs> yeah, it can't they, be, but I, it can't be worse than the one at the Seeker Group. Ooh, oh, really? Who's yeah. doing that? Uh, a bunch of different DJs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, there was this one guy, which is a funny story. So I went because I was bored, and I don't live that far from the Seeker Group. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. And I'm like, all right, they're playing some classic stuff. And I see the DJ, and I'm like, oh, fuck this guy. So I met this guy a couple years ago through another person who I met through my ex's cousin, which is yeah. so many people I'm meeting through. So this guy <laughs> reaches out to me. He's like, hey, I want to start a podcast. Um, can I talk to you about it? And I was like, yeah, let's meet up at Neil's. Let's hang out. Let's talk. Oh, yeah. 
so he was like, okay, well, I'm bringing my buddy that I want to do a podcast with. And I was like, okay. He, he was like, I really don't know if I want to do this because, like, I feel like he just wants to do this so he can, like, rag on me and make fun of me. And I'm like, that can't be that bad, you know? <laughs> so I meet this dude. This has to be the biggest douche I've ever met. <laughs> so this guy walks in with his sh- – he has, like, a, a, a ripped T-shirt. Or something, but it's like all open, like it's chest everything. And I'm like, okay, that's one red flag. (laughs) He has like his hair, it was kind of like in a man bun, but like all the sides were shaved off. So he had like this weird, like, kind of thing. And I'm like, that's strike two. (laughs) And then he just had like this douchey, he was just like this the whole time. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'll give him that. Like, he's. He was like, yeah, I work for this, and I do this company. I make all this kind of money. And I'm like, all right, that's strike three. And then (laughs) what even made it worse was his girlfriend. Not talking bad about the girl. I'm going to leave that out. But, like, she was the most, I guess, like, generic person that would be with that guy. Big glasses. uh, She had a nice body. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But she was just, like, douchey with this guy. Like, you know, like, those girls that are with douches, and you're just, like, why are you yeah, with yeah. this guy? Yeah, he was just, like, a total douche, and he was just, like, ragging it's on this guy. because he's a top G, mate. He's, he's a, a top G. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's alpha. He's from, he went to Manchester for a couple months, <laughs> and, you know, he, he met Liam, and he met Noah, and he, they just, it was his, <laughs> you know. So, but, yeah, dude, he was just, like, like, total douche. And then I told him, like, oh, this is the name of my podcast. And I've said this before, like, uh, he was like, oh, well, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to call it Inside the South Side. And I was just like, Uh, why would you say that? (laughs) Like, what perceived you to just be like, yeah, let's just be a douche to this guy. Like, I just think he was being funny. Like, I think he thinks he was trying to be funny. But then he was telling me, too, like, he was in the music scene and he's toured and they played like this metal German music. Okay. I don't okay. even remember the name of the band, but it was like something German, but like it was like screamo slash like alternative metal. And he was like, "Yeah, we were traveling, we we're touring," and I'm like, "Who's your name of your band again?" He told me, "I was like, I've never heard them." Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Well, check out our EP. It's still on Spotify." And I'm like, "Are you singing in German?" He was like, "Yeah, that's badass, isn't it?" And I'm like, "We live in the states, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You're a Latino. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Why are you singing German?" I hear German language, metal, hard metal music. I'm thinking white supremacist rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> or metal music or whatever. It might Let as me well help There was nothing. There we go. Okay, here we go. All right, there you go. Take that to the living room. Go, quick. <laughs> I gave her my phone and I'm like, here you go. Good parenting. <laughs> but yeah, he had like this weird tattoo of like a heart but being stabbed with like a a sword that was on fire or something like that. He sounds that. like he was like a big Bam Margera fan or something. He must have been in his early days, probably. He was probably... R.I.P. Bam Margera. <laughs> He's not dead. He's yet. not dead, but it's coming. He's not dead, but it's coming. Man. Just for when he does die. Shout out. Yeah, not, yeah for when he, <laughs> when he does die. Shout out Zach Fox for that joke. Dude, fuck yeah. Fuck motherfucker. He's the one that fucking... Uh, said R.I.P. Betty White. I know she. Ain't he cursed Betty White he, when he, he said did. that. <laughs> he did, and I thought about that, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" I was like, "I was gonna put it on Twitter too. It was gonna be the first one, but somebody beat me to it." 
Everybody was thinking that of Zach Fox when <laughs> Betty White died. Imagine the first person to come to your mind was Zach Fox when Betty yeah. White died. Like on New Year's, you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play that song. Uh, what's, what's the name of the song? Is uh, Jesus is the One? Jesus is the One. Hell yeah. <laughs> I play that every uh, Christmas. That's my Christmas song. I heard that the first time. They had like this. Screw seven one three night at Barb's one time, and cool. you know they're chomping and it's screwing and and the DJ plays this song, and all I hear is hell yeah praise Jesus motherfucker and I'm like, like <laughs> what is this and I started listening to it and I'm like bro this is this is wild and it was like, hilarious it's, it's so funny he was just like I got depression shout out mental illness and I'm yeah. just like I played that one time we were at a lake. Well, not like we're at the river with my cousin and his girlfriend, and he likes that song too. He thinks it's hilarious, so I played it and I jammed it up. Like, and there's like a family <laughs> of like five next to us, and he's like, "Bro, turn it off." I'm like, "No," he's like, "Turn it off, bro." He's dude, like, it's Christian music, dude. <laughs> he's like, "Turn it off, bro." Like, they're listening to it, and I'm like, "Bro, we live in a free country, bro. I can play." Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was America. <laughs> I thought we live in Texas. I thought I could play this. I'm just telling them to shout out melted illness, bro. Like, but yeah, I played it and like the family was just looking at us like, what the fuck are they listening to? My favorite lyric in that song is, if you ain't a Christian, I'm going to stab you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It, it's it's one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, dude. It's, that's my Christmas song now. I don't do a Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney anymore. Now it's that song jesus is the one by zach fox i can just imagine you like you and joanne having like a christmas party with some family and some friends and they're just walking up and they're just like oh we're gonna have a good time and all they hear from like outside is just jesus hell yeah praise jesus like shout out this and i'm like they're probably like free palestine yeah They're probably like, what the fuck are they listening to? And you're just like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> that's the one, dude. That, that's on repeat all Christmas season. Hell yeah, dude. I, everybody's got to have a Christmas song, at least, like a personal one, like you play like every yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have one. I forgot what it was. I played it. It's not like last Christmas or something like that. It's very, oh, it, it's um the Charlie Brown theme song. Christmas time is here. Yeah, I know that song. Um, but I like the instrumental version. Where it's, There's an instrumental version. Yeah, the jazz just version. It, it that's like I play that every Christmas. Like I have to. But it's not. It's not Christmas. Okay, I gotta check. Can you send me that? I want to hear that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, I'll send it to you afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But um, yeah. So like that's my Christmas song for the for for Christmas time. It's like I have to play that. And I bought the the record too, the Charlie Brown Christmas record, and. Um, I play that every Christmas, and my ex, she was like, can we not? And I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, this is, this is Charlie Brown. This is classic. She's like, no, but you played it already. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's Christmas time in America. I what do you want to hear? Uh, Mariah Carey, uh, whatever. I'm not Christmas giving Mariah any more fucking money, bro. I'm not giving her any more time at all. Shout out to Mariah Carey, but still. She doesn't need your money, man. She don't She's need my money. Um <laughs> It's Christmas, though. That song, that's a pretty good song. But it's been covered by, like, everybody. Everybody and their damn grandma. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. So, speaking of Christmas, do you think you and David would ever do a Christmas song at Camera Cult? Um, I 
I started working on a few lines a few months ago of a like of a possible Christmas song. I, okay, I'll tell you one thing. I'll, I'll try. I'm gonna try to write a Christmas song, like a new age Christmas song. If it's good, maybe we'll shop it around. Maybe we'll like, hey, check it out. Let's see what you think. <laughs> but I don't dope. know yet. That'd be pretty dope. I don't know many bands that have Christmas songs. So. Right. It's crossed my mind. And I, I remember writing like three lines of an idea. So I'm going to work on that. And I'll send it to you. And I'll, you let me know what you think whenever it's done. Hell yeah. I'm the Christmas expert. No, I'm not the Christmas expert. <laughs> <laughs> and see if it passes your bar of Christmas songs. I'm just like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Hammer Quilt Christmas. <laughs> it's got to be Hammer Quilt Christmas. Fuck Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have a name yet. I, have, I just have an idea. I don't even have a, like a musical... Idea yet? It's just some lyrics, but I'm gonna work on it. Thank you for reminding me of that. There we go. Shout out to anybody else that has a Christmas song. I have a friend. His name's um, his name's Albert, and he was telling me about his band. And he was like, "Yeah, dude, like, like the first thing that we ever did was like a Christmas song." And I'm like, "Oh, what kind of band do you play?" He's like, "Oh, I play like metal." I was like, "What? Like you play metal and you started with a Christmas song first? He's like, "Yeah, I know." He's like, "Is it on YouTube?" He's like. I'd rather not show you. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Christmas music is a good market. It's a huge market. It's probably dominated by Mariah Carey and like Taylor Swift right now. But there's got to be some new contenders out there. Speaking of Taylor Swift, dude, how do you feel about Swifties, bro? Uh, they're, they like ruin the, the – they ruin Taylor Swift for a lot of people, I think. Like for someone like me, like I don't, I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift's music. Um, but if I ever wanted to give her a shot, the Swifties would probably turn me off from doing that. Yeah, I have a friend who's a who's a Swifty, and she was just like, "Taylor, please don't make me cry." And I'm like, "But you're already crying." She's like, oh, she <laughs> "Why did. would she cry? <laughs> what is Taylor doing?" I don't know, dude. Like, I feel like I don't know. I I, I, <laughs> I used to like Taylor Swift, and I'm not I'm not bunking. I'm not doing anything. I do used you have to a like, favorite Taylor Swift song? Um. I'm trying to think. What is it? Is it Blank Spaces? No. I like some of her, like, country or stuff. Okay. But then I kind of liked it when she was trying to be, like, an alt girl. And she was just wearing, like, black turtlenecks and shit like that. Like, yeah, Some yeah, of the stuff yeah, she yeah. did at that. Um, I think, what's it called? I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not going to try to, like, I remember, but... Yeah, the Swifties really like turned me on, and then I think her too. Like she just got very like she needs to go potty. <laughs> okay, podcast time out. I'm gonna go take her to the bathroom. Yeah, really go ahead, quick. go ahead. We're you gonna Give take five a court, okay. short break. Okay, I'm back. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> he had to do some dad duties. So sorry, my wife left me alone this time, and I'm. Uh, Rock and solo. Damn it, Joy. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, uh, yeah, Swifties. They're they're just I was thinking about this the other day. Is there a worse is there a worse fan base? Okay, so that answers the no, it doesn't answer my question, but it kind of leads up to the question I was gonna ask you. Okay. So I was thinking of the top five most toxic fan bases in music, and I kind of came up with three. I don't know the other two, but Maybe you can please help me out. Be, so, please don't be the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is not an order of toxicity or whatever like that. 
Shout okay, out okay. To, uh, shout out to uh, what's it called? Um, System of a Down. Yes, yeah, System of a Down. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so we got we got the the Beehive Beyonce fans. Yeah, they're yeah, super yeah, yeah. toxic. We have <laughs> Dance Kevin Dance fans who are super toxic. Really, dude? Yes, there's so many people who I've talked to, and they're just like they're the most. I, I've experienced some. They're just toxic motherfuckers. Dance Gavin Dance fans. Dance Gavin Dance fans. And then Swifties. Yes. So I don't know the other two. Who would be? Do you have uh, an opinion? Well, to you personally, what uh, do you think? Uh, Strokes fans. Really? <laughs> I like the Strokes. They're a good band. Uh, like their first two, three records are really great. And then after that, I kind of don't really care for them. But I feel like everyone treats Julian Casablancas like he's a god. Well, like Strokes fans. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's a god. I, I, I don't think he's that great. And I know we've brought up the point where, like, they're a bunch of rich trust fund kids anyway, and they pretend yeah. to be all grungy and hip and indie or whatever. But, like, Strokes fans to me, and I guess you could – but they're not. Are they toxic? Probably not. I think they just kiss his ass too much, and I think that annoys yeah. me. Yeah, I could see that. But I then I could see so. on the flip side, people look at me and be like, well, you're a huge Beatles dick writer. Uh as you, I mean, if you yeah, can look behind yeah, me, like I, you're I, looking right behind me. I got two Beatles posters, dude. Right and there. you've seen my poster I had before. I had the the, yeah. the uh, Abbey Road, like yeah, yeah. It's a great album, dude. It's a fucking. I don't even think that Beatles fans are toxic. Well, they're all old. I sit on well, yeah, they're all old. But like, I don't think it's really toxic because we owe a lot of modern pop music to them. That's what I'd be trying to tell people, you know. And it's just what like, trying to say. we're not dick riding. Well, there's some people that are dick riding. <laughs> there's a little we're not, bit. We're not, we're not dick riding. We're just like, <laughs> we just enjoy Abbey Road. We just enjoy Let It Be. We just the classics. The classics, yeah. We enjoy Revolver. Fuck it. Like, Without them, what would we have? Nothing. We would have nothing. We would, we would have, have, we would have some. We'd have, like, the beach. we'd have the Beach Boys, I guess. How would that go? I would like to see that reality of the Beach Boys being bigger than the Beatles and more influential, like... How would pop music be? Dude, you wouldn't even have the Stones without the Beatles. True. You wouldn't. Because they they didn't even write their own stuff on their first album. It was all blues covers. Yeah, and like then the, the first like three albums, I think they were all like covers and shit like that. Yeah, and then the Beatles wrote I Wanna Be Your Man for the Stones. And then they also recorded with Ringo and like I mean, but I'm just saying, like the yeah. Beatles, they just they just they were they were the guys. They're just like Paul, how are we gonna do uh no. Oh, how are we going to come up with songs? We don't even have any of our own. <laughs> I don't know, John. Maybe we can try to do some covers, you know. We like some popular songs, you know. Did you like the uh, the Beatles' um, Get Back documentary? Did you watch I that? I loved it. I, I think, I, I don't know if we, it was you and I that talked about it, but it must have been with somebody else. But I, as a musician, loved it because it's like we're watching, like, the process of a legendary song being put together right and you're like both you and i are musicians you know we're just fiddling around and we're just trying to come up with something and sometimes it doesn't sound like something but we keep at it and we keep at it shipping away yeah and then paul just plays that iconic riff and it's just like holy fuck he's creating uh (laughs) what's it called a get back yeah just Yeah, yeah yeah it's like wow it's like it's it's like watching it's like watching life being birthed in front of you. <laughs> well, not as not as crazy, but 
it's like we're it's, right it's now, wild. Yeah, we're dick right now. We're just totally in dick riding culture. I got to get off that. that. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who's another toxic fan base. You got to give it to fucking. Uh, I'm gonna say Greta Van Fleet fans because I hate Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a toxic one. But I can see no. why you're saying <laughs> I've never, like they've never met anyone who is toxic. I don't even like think Greta I've Van met Fleet. a Greta Van Fleet fan. I just heard people <laughs> like, yeah, like I like Greta Van Fleet, and I'm like, what name a song? They're like Safari song. I'm like, is that even a real song? Is that AI? <laughs> you made that up right now. <laughs> um. Okay, so going back, I think. You know who could be toxic, and this is not in any way a pun. Britney Spears fans. Damn. I think Britney fans had to be super toxic. <laughs> to the point where she shaved her own fucking head. <laughs> oh, yeah. They Not drove because of that, but Dang. she was... Britney doesn't look so good nowadays. She's always doing those weird dances and stuff in her house, looking crazy as hell, and just like... And there's all these theories around it. I don't really know what's going on. I saw a picture of her recently and like her eyes, like she has like <laughs> raccoon eyes, dude. And I'm like, dude, okay. I was, man, you read my mind. I was going to say that. I didn't want to say it, but you said it. So now, yeah, I'm she it. looks like she's sleep deprived or she's on something, but somebody go check on Brittany. Somebody <laughs> go check on Brittany. I know she likes to support her kids' interests in anime. So I'll respect her for that. Oh, Brittany's an anime fan? Well, her kids are anime heads. And so she like, I forgot how, but she was like totally supportive of them, like liking Dragon Ball Z or something like that. <laughs> so I'm going to give her that. Okay. I, I thought of, but since you thought you brought up Britney, I don't know how this correlates, but it reminded me of another really toxic fan base, Kanye West fans. All right. Now I think you're kind of treading in some familiar waters. Uh, uh, look, bro, I'm just going to say this. Kanye made graduation, bro. Kanye made graduation. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. They're like, you know, he made graduation. He made My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It's like, no way. Which I never listened. I, anything after graduation, I didn't listen to until, like, maybe the new stuff. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay, let's see, what, let's, let's see what Kanye's doing. But, <laughs> yes, I can say, and I will agree to that, like, Kanye West fans are pretty toxic. Like, during the whole uh, the uh, Jewish slander scandal stuff, like, he had some real defenders there. That shit was yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I was like, I like Kanye, but I'm like, I'm just going to back away from this. Like, I'm going to let the man deal with his own thing. Like, you know. He's- it, it was it, it was a fun ride, Kanye. <laughs> but <now> it's over. <laughs> we'll get him next time. <laughs> Yo, did you see he got married, though? Like, all of a sudden? Yeah, I saw that. He got married to some chick that kind of looks like a Kim. She's like a Kim clone. Yeah. Yeah. But, impersonator is a better word. I guess everybody in Hollywood kind of looks like that. True. So yeah, no, true. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Kanye. I'm worried, but like he's a grown man. He's making his own decisions. Yeah. As long as he like, puts out some good shit, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but will he? Probably not. I don't know. I, I don't know, dude. I think there's there's got to be something where he just like you know what? Fuck this. I'm just gonna make something yeah like hardcore as fuck. He needs the comeback record. I mean, he's made some good shit that he's featured on, but like he oh, hasn't okay. made personally. And I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. okay, I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, Kanye's still kind of doing old Kanye, but in a collaboration form, I guess. It's like you said, he's a grown man. Where you? So it's like, what do we care? It's like, you're doing your fucking thing. Yeah. Do, do your, you're, you're rich, dude. You figure it out. <laughs> yeah, bro. You make graduation, but, you know, hey, that, that's where I draw the line. 
I gotta make a shirt or just probably a shirt somewhere that like, look, yo, Kanye made graduation. That's all. No, I just put, just put. He made graduation, and he, people will yeah. know what you're talking about. He made graduation. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> With the pictures like that, yeah, just. Yeah. I'll sell fucking twenty fucking bundles of those shirts. Yes, <laughs> do, it, do, fans. It, do it. Oh, I will make do the, that at a show. Make the pad before you. Before you release this episode, make that shirt, and that way you get all the rights to it. Because someone's going to listen to this, and then they're going to steal that, and they're going to make a fortune, and you're going to be fucking crying. Yeah. And I'm going to make it at a show where he's playing, and just like, Kanye shirts, Kanye shirts. Yeah, he made graduation. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, we, we got to go in together in business. We're gonna, yes. We're and then, like, imagine, like, he gets the shirt and wears it at the show, and it's like, Ricky, we made it. We didn't have to play one single riff. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm taking down all the camera court releases. We're making shirts now, <laughs> camera shirts or something like that. We're gonna, we're gonna be we're gonna be like that dude uh, who invented not invented, who started that Proud Boys group. I don't know if you saw he. I forgot what documentary he was on, but he made the Proud Boys group. But he would he he owned like a t shirt company, yeah, and he would make he would make like right far right wing shirts and like far left wing shirts, and he was just selling them to both audiences and just making all this money yeah i i i think that's like a vice like thing i haven't seen it but i, no, I know oh it was um i didn't mean to snap in the microphone no, uh andrew callahan i ah fucking he used to go by all gas no brakes that channel five news channel oh, okay. five he had his documentary that came out in the movies i mean on hbo and then, and then he got canceled because of because uh, of the shirts. No, no, no. <laughs> there, there, there was a clip in his documentary where he talks to the Proud Boys leader and how he made shirts for both sides. At least that's how I remember it. But then Andrew Callahan got canceled for being like a creep online to girls. And then there you go. He's he's gone now. It's All always right. so, dude. Let me ask you this because. We have both been in the music scene, but you actually have been in it longer, and you are thriving in it. I don't understand what is it with these allegations in bands now. Like, dude, I swear to God, I followed, like, ten local bands, and within two weeks, I got, like, five posts of them saying, yeah, we had to kick out so-and-so because of uh, allegations of sexual misconduct or something like that. I'm like, bro, yeah, I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I'm like, I'm like, how? What is going on with these vocal bands, bro? Like, I, I only heard that from one band that we were no two two people, uh, two bands that we didn't know very well, but like we had played a show. We played a show with one of the bands real briefly, and then the other artist that I saw was just someone I saw around in the scene. Yeah. Um, but that's really surprising that like you said you saw that with like a within like ten bands or so or whatever yeah, like dude. a real short time period. Really weird, and it's like I guess they're popular. I don't know, dude. Like I'm more old, so I'm like I don't know what's coming. Three bands. Okay, I'm thinking more and more in three bands. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird because like yeah, we're like we're part of the scene and we're thriving in it, but kind of. For better or for worse, we don't really hang out with anyone in the scene because, I mean, we're always so busy with our home lives and work lives. So the little free time we have, we, like, put it into our band. So, yeah, we've played shows with tons of local bands, but we don't really know these local bands. Yeah. Like, 
You and know, mostly you I'm, guys kind of hang out with each other or hang out with your significant others after or during the show. So like, yeah, during the show. I mean, yeah, we like we like talking to people, like talking to fans. And we do talk to bands and stuff. But it's like we just talk when we're at the show together. You know, great set. What's up? What are you guys working on? And then that's kind of it right there. Yeah. If, un- unless we like really hit it off, then we'll probably continue it off or whatever. But like even still, we're not like hanging out with anybody. But yeah, that's really crazy. Like. And also, I feel like the scene has grown um, for, like, the younger bands. Like, they're doing a bunch of DIY stuff and all these new venues that they're, like, putting together. Yeah. So, I feel, like, kind of distant from them because they're, like, I guess they're probably, like, in college or coming out of college and they've got their new scene. So, I feel like I don't even know anything about the new scene in music. I'm trying to dip my toes in. I'm trying to dip my toes in because, you know, with... This, the music that I'm doing right now, it's pop punk. Yeah. That's what everyone's doing. That's what's hip right now. So, like, I'm following these younger bands, maybe yeah. a couple of years younger than I am. And I'm just like, they're doing, like you said, they're doing DIY shows. They're doing stuff right. like that. To the point where, like, some of the guys in our group were like, should we do DIY? Should we kind of, like, follow that trend? I mean, we're all, like, 30, 28, 29. And we're like, right. should we, like, follow this trend that these kids are doing? But they're like, mm, we don't know. But yeah, like, like this new scene of kids, dude. Like, they're they're really good. Yeah. But within a year, one of the guys gets kicked out because of some sexual allegation or somebody or he said right, she said right. shit. And I like I said, I've noticed that a lot more. And I've talked to a lot of people in the scene and some bands. I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck's going on with you guys? <laughs> Like, are y'all just, I, dude? You know? I don't know, man. I really don't know. I mean, it's good. I mean, if they are being creeps and they are doing bad shit, then it's good that they're getting called out like immediately. You know? Yeah. And, and it's not like I put blame on like their bands because like sometimes you just don't know who's in your band, right? Like you. I mean, you, you think you know somebody, you really do, and then. It turns around and it's just like, oh, holy shit! They were they doing this shit? Like, you, how do you know? And then, yeah. So I, you know, I don't put fault at anybody except for like the person being blamed or being accused, or maybe I'm not blaming them, but you know, the targets on them or the the questioning is on them, and I kind of lay off of the other band members because, like I said, you really just don't know until you find out or until you learn some shit like that. Or if you see the proof and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. Fortunately, I don't, I fortunately I've never, at least I don't think I know anyone like that. <laughs> not, not yet anyway. <laughs> no. Cause like we were talking, I was talking to the drummer and, uh, yeah. of, of the bandman and we were talking and I was like, dude, like when I get off stage, I kind of just don't really talk to anyone unless it's like a friend or, a family member or somebody else that I know is at the show. Like I'll go talk to them and then mainly I just hang out with like the rest of the band. Like I don't go and meet up like any chicks or anything like that. Uh, I mean, that's never happened to me before, but like I, there's no way I would fall prey to that, you know, honestly, to be honest. And even if, even if something did happen, we all kind of agreed like, yo, we're all going to tell each other where we're at, who this person is, What's their info? So in case some shit comes up, we all have yeah. receipts. You know, yeah, trying yeah, to look yeah. for each other's back and stuff like that. Because true, true. I don't want to be like getting the fucking text message like, "Ayo, so and so is kicked out of the band because he was 
to, uh, messing around with this underage. I was like, what? Underage? Like, no, 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 no. Let's go back. We got receipts. Hold on. You know? So, yeah, that's kind of like the new question I'm asking because, like, like I said, I know a lot of people in the scene. We're all, you know, we're all in the music. We all know that, but it's like, right? Like, what's going on? Like, what's what's going on with these new kids? Maybe I have to ask them. Like, yo, what are y'all fucking doing? <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, bro. You're fucking ruining it for everybody. <laughs> maybe it's the technology though, too, as well. Like, maybe it's easier to get caught up doing. Like, maybe, maybe it has. I don't know. I just feel like with technology nowadays, and it's easy to say that, but it's just like it's easier, it's faster to catch someone or to expose someone. Yeah. doing shit like that as opposed to maybe i don't know 10 years ago i guess or even five years ago maybe yeah maybe yeah, it's different it's different but yeah let's let's get off of that because <laughs> yeah. that was just a question that was just a question i wanted to ask you because you know i've been asking yeah, yeah, that yeah. lately i've asked a couple of bands so I'm just my like, answer is I just we don't hang out with too many people in the scene, so we really don't know, man. <laughs> we really kid. don't. And for you people out there who are in bands, younger kids, if a girl comes up to you and says, "I like your music," just be like, "No obelas in glass," <laughs> and just go hang out with your group. <laughs> Stay with the high boys. Five, high five them, and then just go sell some merch. Just like yeah, come meet me at the merch table. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. So uh, speaking of merch. You guys got like some new ideas for some new merch, I guess, with the new uh, the new path. I guess you guys taking. Yeah, we're gonna actually we got we got to cook some up. But the last cool merch piece that we have that we created was our Street Dreams collab collaboration with Miha Cultura. So Street Dreams was our song, our single that we put out about two years ago. Still really like that song. We use it to close every show. We're probably going to use it to keep closing all of our shows for the foreseeable future. Nice. But yeah, we made a Street Dreams t-shirt that's really cool. It's fucking tight. We're, we're still selling that. Uh, we got a bunch of old merch still. We're probably going to do like a clearance sale or something to get rid of that shit. And earn a little extra cash. There we go. Um, but yeah, we got to start cooking up the new merch. We'll see what we come up with. I have no ideas yet. We'll, we'll, I'll help you guys with some of that stuff. We'll come up yeah. with like, he made Camaro. <laughs> They made location. Yeah, they made look or just do like a little like a like a was it Google Maps like a little thing? Yeah, just yeah. Have like the pin and be like location. The drop pin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Or just like 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 a little yellow Camaro on the shirt, or something like that. <laughs> just kind of like yeah, hint at yeah. songs and stuff like that. It'd be funny. The Easter egg <laughs> shit. Yeah, I like it. I like it. And okay. like if you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing. The funny thing is with the uh, Street Dream shirt, our names like. Neither Camera Colt's name or Mihal Kudura's name is on it. So it's just like, you have to know if you know. And if you don't know, you have a cool shirt that says Street Dreams on it. (laughs) They're like, what is Street Dreams? What is that? Some... Some uh, some taco shop something. What, <laughs> yeah. what is that? You know, <laughs> I don't know if I told you, but the idea for that song title was if we were to make our own like lowrider shop or like lowrider smoke shop, sold like homies like shirts with homies on it or whatever. It yeah. would we uh, we would call it Street Dreams. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't think you mentioned that, but that can I can totally picture that right now. Yeah, that's what I would want to do. Like, hey man, welcome to Street Dreams. We got yeah, yeah, and then what? <laughs> And we would just have a guy who's like your typical like East LA Cholo guy selling just merch for to us. The door. Hey, what's up, fool? Uh, <laughs> if you want merch, it's over there. Uh, if you want uh, edibles and stuff like that, it's in the back. 
But if you want to just chill with the lowriders, you can go to the front, you know, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, literally. No, <laughs> you're pretty good at that. I'm not gonna lie. I um, I noticed at a young age that I could mimic, I guess, certain things. Yeah, yeah, and then kind of take on that persona. Like I could have been an actor. I could have been pretty good, but you, I, it's not too late, dude. No, it's not too late. I think I, I'm gonna end up being like this old dude. Just like, bro, he, like, you remember Jonah Hill? It's like, I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> like, you kind of look like him. Like, oh, no, God. Like, no. Jonah Hill's on his way out of Hollywood, man. This is your time to step the, up and take a new place. fat guy. And the brown <laughs> fat guy. There we go. Nobody who's not tanning and looks like a bum that lives off of Venice Beach. <laughs> Mama, shout out to, to Jonah. I hope he gets help. Good luck, Jonah. He, he made... He, <laughs> He made super bad. Yeah. <laughs> Make that shirt. There we he go. Made he made bad. super bad. Um, but yeah, so I'm very excited for you and David, the new direction that you guys are going. Like I said, it's OG camera cult, which I yeah. totally enjoy. I can't wait to hear what you guys have cooking up. Um, you have some shows, like you said, did you have coming up? Uh, when are they, when are they again? Okay. So, uh, Sorry, July 26th, okay. we're opening up. This is our first show back. We're opening up for uh, Floor. Okay. Or f- yeah, they're, well, they spell it Floor, it's but it's Wednesday. Floor. Okay. That's at White Oak Music Hall here, here in Houston, Texas. That's going to be a fun show. Uh, and then our other show that we got booked up for sure is September 22nd at Wonky Power, I believe, also on the East End, Houston, Texas, with Nico Play. Okay. So that's going to be a good show. We're going to play a lot of new music. If you're coming out, check out the new vibe. We're going to start recording pretty soon so we can start putting out some new music before the end of the year. Hopefully with like in the next two months, we can have like at least one song out. We're close, man. We're close. We've been working really hard on some new stuff, some real groovy shit. So I think it's going to be really, really cool. We're bringing it back home. Let's bring it back home. I'm excited. Like I said, and I'm not dick riding. I just I, I, not like a certain person we both know. Um, we're calling back. We're call back to that. But yeah. no, yeah, dude. Like I, you know, I've always been very supportive since the beginning. You know, I, I always shout you guys out. I always show preach, people your preach. music. You know, because it's like I, if I like something, I believe in it, and I'm gonna show other people. You know. Yeah. Thanks, man. No, and it's not it. like. And, you know, some people are just like, like, what the fuck? Is, like, no, bro, this is camera cool. Like, don't disrespect Ricky like that, bro. <laughs> like, don't disrespect Ricky like that. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah, dude, like, I, anywhere I go, you guys are on a playlist somewhere on Spotify. Thanks, man. So Now, that means a lot, dude. You're like, yeah, you know, we had a good – we've been having a good run. Well, I think we're six – no, seven, how long have we been a band? Seven years? Eight years? Dude, we've been a band a long time, man. I got I to gotta look back at the calendars. Yeah, the I, think we're com- I think we're coming up on our 10-year. Like, no, that's not true. Because I remember seeing you guys in 2016 <laughs> at um, the Continental Club. Okay. Okay, so that's like first-year camera cult. Okay, so I think that's where we kind of started in there. So somewhere. it's been like seven years so. Yeah. yeah. Lucky number seven. There Dang, we go. We're cu- yeah, dude. We're- I'm going to have to fact check, and I'll get back to you with how long <laughs> we've been a band. It's been so long. But yeah, dude, we're excited for the future. It feels like we're starting up again and getting our groove back, man. It feels really good. And I appreciate all your support always throughout the years, man. For sure. We're Northside boys, boy. Yes, sir. Yes, and we got, sir. We got a new member of the Northside crew, too. Uh, shout out to Kiko of uh, of the Kiddos. Nice. Dude, I, I, 
the episode comes out Saturday, but um, I was telling him that he kind of reminds me of like early camera cult you. Nice. Like okay. there's sound, like there's sound that they're going for, and like his vocals like remind me of you. And I'm, I told him that, and he was like, he's like, dude, I'm such a big camera cult fan. And I'm like, I was like, you guys should play a show together. And he was like, one day that'll be awesome. And I was like, no, yeah, we uh, we were almost gonna play a show with them uh, on their last at their EP or single release. Was yeah, EP? we were gonna play that, and then we kind of went through a transitional phase where we are unable to play that. So I regret that big time. But I I promise those guys we're gonna get them back on a show. Like whenever we get a show going, I I love those guys. Um, you know. I remember uh, when they first followed us years ago on Instagram, I like checked out their page and it was, I think it was just two of them in the picture, but one of, uh, I think it was, I think it was Kiko. He had a camera cult shirt on Mm -hmm. and I was like, Oh, okay. These guys get a follow. I'm going to support this. I'm going to support their band no matter what they put out. And then, uh, but yeah, they're great. I fucking love them. I think they're awesome. So yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll definitely have a show together with them pretty soon. Yeah, dude. They, like I was telling him, like he reminds me of like a uh, like a younger you, and I was like, I was like, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of the vocals, because you kind of you kind of sound the same, similar. But yeah, I think yeah. it's just like his his swagger and mm-hmm. just like how they carry themselves on stage reminds me of like you and David, like in the early days. No, that's so, awesome. Those guys are fucking cool. So yeah, so shout out to the kiddos. Shout out to Kiko. Shout out to the homie David. I've known you since we were kids. He's like one of the coolest dudes, but he just has a stone cold face. But he's just a cool guy. <laughs> he's a scary looking guy. You don't want to fuck with him. Like he's the you one. That, he's the one that's standing behind the counter at the Street Dream store, just like goodbye. Glock ready. Glock yeah. ready. Just like don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's what Camera Code has coming on, guys. Uh, if you can go check them out at the end of the month. Uh, if you can't go check them out in September at Wonky Power, which is an mm-hmm, Edo, mm-hmm. Um, be on the lookout for new music. Uh, what is the uh, the handle uh, for Instagram and your social media that they can? It's follow all you? it's all at Camera Cult. C A M E R A C U L T. That's it. At Camera Cult, plain and simple. Follow them, guys. Like I said, I was dick riding. Like I really like Camera Cult. <laughs> I really enjoy their music. They're in a playlist. In one of the playlists. And hopefully one of these days, maybe next year, we'll get to play a show together where comfort lies and so on. Yes. So okay. like I said, like yeah. we talked about doing DIY shows. So hopefully maybe we'll throw one in. Maybe we'll we'll be able to play on that. Like I, there's tons of there's tons of bands that I've had on that I would love to play with. So, oh yeah. But like Too one many. of them is is you, like you, and then like a more perfect union. And like oh yeah, like those that. guys are cool too, man. Yeah, I love those guys. So hopefully one day, maybe next year, like I said, maybe we'll, it'll come true, and then they'll be like, if "We're gonna do a podcast after this." <laughs> number four, <laughs> I mean, number four. So we need to have a we need to have like a podcast roundtable or something with all oh, of us. Yeah, on, on yeah, dude. I have this idea um, for whenever we play shows. Like maybe afterwards, we'll ask the other band, like, "Yo, you want to like." do a podcast mm, so okay. that's like that's gonna be some new that's gonna be some new shit that's gonna be coming out for the inside of the north side so i like it i like it so but yeah dude i don't want to take too much of your time i know you got some dad duties you got to go on but, <laughs> but yeah dude thank you so much for coming on it's always a pleasure having you on um like i said so excited for you and david for what's coming up for the future and yeah i can't wait to hear what you guys have coming up next 
Appreciate so. everybody uh, who listened tonight or listened to this episode. Ulysses, thank you so much for having me back on the show. No problem, dude. Anytime. Anytime. All right, guys. Like I said, go follow Camera Cult. Go check out some music. Go check out their uh, song, Street Dreams. Go check out the new EP that just released earlier this year. Uh, show some love. Follow them. Do whatever you can. Send them a pair of underwear. I don't know what the hell to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, guys, this has been Inside the Northside Podcast. Uh, as I always say, God bless. Peace. Have a good day. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. And I'll see you guys on the next episode.